2: Starring Dave Schilling. Danny Manning. Tim Thomas. Joseph Devine. Tom Chambers. Eric Bledsoe. Sean Keen. Jared Dudley, Lamond Murray, Patreons, Patrick Thistlehorst, thanks Patrick, Chris Burton, appreciate you Chris, Eric Freeman, thanks a lot for being our patron, Eric, musical guest, Sister Hazel, and now, the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock,
1: Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and that was a uh, vibed out ghost of Sean Keen, uh, my co-host, who who we discovered last episode, full disclosure, we're recording these back-to-back, we discovered last episode, can't really do Don Pardo because of his COVID. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, It's true.
1: Sean Keen. (laughs) That's your his voice. Uncle COVID. America's <laughs> Uncle COVID. How you doing?
2: I'm OK. I'm OK. Huh. Catching some big highlights today. <laughs> uh, Paolo Bancaro's first NBA points.
1: Headband uh, herder going off. I don't know if you saw that. I, I
2: have not seen that. Ben yeah. Simmons uh, shot the ball. I mean, it was a dunk, but that's the first time he shot a basketball in a game and like. 500 days it's pretty good i love i love headband herder
1: um it's our final Season preview episode, let's just get straight to it, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah, let's um, do it. I
1: mean, I guess business and business off the top. Round Rock Pod mm-hmm. uh, is our Twitter. At RoundRockPod at com is our email. We have a phone number. Call us on it in the mm-hmm. description in the episode. Five-star reviews on iTunes. We sell t-shirts. That link is in the description. And Patreon.com slash Pod is where you can hear... All kinds of weird bonus episodes, like me talking about Heat 2 with Sean Keen, um, mm-hmm. uh, as well as mm-hmm. other episodes with our friends. Um, do we
2: ever talk
1: about it? <laughs> we we sure do, dude. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go straight to our Pacific Division preview. This yeah, we are, yeah. is Joey Devine.
2: This is Sean Keen.
1: This is Josh Giddey. And this yes. is your Pacific Division preview. Yes. We finally Nailed did it, it. Right. Nailed it. It only took us <laughs> six episodes. Six?
2: six? <laughs> yes. that's so many.
4: <laughs>
1: um, your, for the first team we're going to talk about is your Sacramento Kings headband herder himself. Last year, they went 30 and 52. Good for 12th. In the uh, West, their expected win loss was twenty eight and fifty four, so they were actually better than uh, Nate Silver did not thought they were going
2: to be. Did, did not think that team overachieved.
1: <laughs> um, they were twenty fifth in offense and twenty seventh in defense. Josh Giddy.
3: Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year. Okay, uh,
2: we've got. Kevin, headband herder arriving in trade. Uh three agents, Malik Monk, Matthew, Della Vadova, the caffeine man himself, mm-hmm. and Casey Okpala. Who
1: is starting at power forward? we can say. <laughs> he
2: said yeah, he's starting at forward. He has he has not scored yet. It is late in the fourth quarter. Um uh, and, and they we,
1: brought in Keegan Murray, the rookie, who uh the number four pick in the draft. Love, um but who missed his opening night because of COVID, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I
3: can relate, buddy. I can relate, buddy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Sean, stop hanging out with Keegan Murray.
3: Now I did, I
2: did test negative for COVID in between our two recordings. So,
1: (laughs) well, uh, based on the sounds you were making last episode, I don't know if I'd believe that.
2: (laughs) I know. I'm like, I'm like, really? That was awful. (laughs)
1: Um, Sean, <laughs> what grown up ladybirds are moving to New York? Uh,
2: Dante DiVincenzo, Mo Harkless, Justin Holiday, Josh Jackson, and Damian Jones. What an NBA transactions mad lib that was.
3: <laughs> My team is always staying fresh.
4: Josh,
1: it's not your team. Um, Sean, what were the best moves and worst moves this offseason?
2: I like getting herder, man. Yeah, like that's, that's exactly rocks, dude. Yeah. Like it's super protected pick where, I don't know, man, like they're, they're going to screw up that pick anyway. Like, get <laughs> hurt her. Some, some other team has, it's like adopting an older dog, basically. You know what I mean? Like he's like, at least you won't screw him up at the beginning and you don't have to like, you know what I mean? Like, like the, the Kings can't housebreak a pet. <laughs> sorry i'm calling nba players dogs it feels like it's more okay because it's a white guy i don't know why that is um,
1: all right but just, uh <laughs> just stop it with the like who are you bill simmons stuff. but
2: um this is also something that the phoenix suns did where they stopped pretending they knew how to find guys in the draft or develop them and then just started trading for guys who were already in their fifth year
1: <laughs> um i mean i would be remiss uh if we talked about the Sacramento Kings without playing a drop.
0: What kind of guy is Isaiah Thomas? He's quick, fiery, and determined. And I'm a pizza guy. That's why I'm loving the fresh, from scratch pizza at pizza guy. Are you a pizza guy? Then get the pizza guys.
1: Real pizza, real value, pizza guys. All right, Sean. Look we're, not uh, at the triple, still, look, we're not there's at the still a bunch threat. of Go there's ahead. still
2: a bunch of pizza guys locations in Sacramento. Don't worry. <laughs> well, that guys. was going
1: to be my question before no. we even head to the triple no. threat courts. Who on this roster is most likely to be a pizza guy?
2: Ooh, OK, so the it's definition is it's he,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's probably be, I mean, <laughs> odds are he's a pizza guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dollars to donuts. This is a pizza guy we're looking
1: at here.
3: Wouldn't be wouldn't be totally shocked if Herder was a pizza guy.
1: Yeah. All
2: right, Sean did Oh, and
1: Deli's (laughs) for sure a pizza guy. Deli is Um. one hundred (laughs) percent a pizza guy. Um, I will say you did the best move. I'm gonna say their worst move. Just sign Dante DiVincenzo. What are you doing?
2: Yeah, I don't don't (laughs) know. You traded
1: for him. Like
2: (laughs) Yeah. The the Tyrese Halliburton trade is still their worst move.
1: Sure, but that's yeah. I mean, at least they got. A useful player there
2: um yeah um but yeah yeah what
1: what (laughs) why what (laughs) was the point of
2: that (laughs) there was no space for dante vincenzo on this team um time for like four million dollars
3: let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new
2: all right triple threat court means i got three questions joey Mm -hmm. this team was undefeated in the preseason They blew out the Portland Trailblazers. They blew out the Lakers twice. I think they beat them by 47 points. They have a full rotation of actual NBA players. Joey, is it time to believe in the Sacramento Kings?
1: I mean, define believe.
2: Uh, That they could make the plan.
1: The plan?
2: The plan. Ninth or 10th place.
1: So what, like, that's going like 43 and 39? Um, I mean
2: last year one of the playing teams won
1: 36 games. Right, but the West is much better this year. So many. Okay, guys but 41, hurt. 41. They gotta win, they gotta improve by at least 10 games. That's what we're saying. I, I still think no. I'm sorry. I I know I'm going against the grain here. But like as bad as the Lakers are, and everyone's gonna make fun of them, same with the Blazers. Mm-hmm. Like <sighs> That team, like, the Lakers are still making the play in. Especially when three weeks from now, the Blazers realize how bad they are and just trade Damian Lillard for Russell Westbrook
2: straight wow. up. Wow. Wouldn't that <laughs> be the I most think.
1: Lakers thing ever to ha- I know we're talking about the Lakers in the Kings preview, and I'm sorry, but anyway, I just, like, we were down on Luka Doncic last episode, right? That uh, we, were, we
2: were down on his team. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That team still has Luka Doncic and I was down on John ja Morant. That team still has John ja Morant's team. That team still has John ja Morant. Like this team has De'Aaron Fox. Like yeah. that's, there's like a big gap there. You know what I well, mean? Well, they're
2: they looking at this. They were much worse than I remembered last year. Like like the, this was a 30 win team with the bones of a 28 win team. Yes. And they were bad at offense, and they were terrible at defense. They were I think the worst defensive team that was trying mm-hmm. I believe um and I don't know that they tanked that hard. I guess they tanked at the end.
1: It just seems like they're everybody's asking a lot from Keegan Murray here, and as high as we all are on Keegan Murray, like rookies don't win like. Unless they're like Magic Johnson. You know what I mean? Like, and is Keegan Murray Magic Johnson? I don't think so.
2: I mean, I just I just think that I, I just don't think these moves add up to 10 games better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, you know,
1: I mean, getting
2: Herder and Murray seems good. Getting yeah, Malik Monk
4: seems
1: like fine. he was fine last year.
2: But it's also like adding like Nick Young. Ten years ago, yeah, their
1: team still has like their best player is still De'Aaron Fox, right? Like, or probably Sabonis.
2: It's probably Sabonis, yeah. Uh, Who was an all-star? And you know, look, he's a good player. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that's a bad best player to have.
1: Yeah, I just look De'Aaron Fox. I mean, I might as well do my irrational dislike right now. Because yeah, it right Fox De'Aaron Fox. Oh. He's just crossed. He's crossed the Monte Ellis zone two seasons ago. You know what wow. I mean? Wow. Like, he's a fun guy to have when your team sucks, but a bad guy to have when your team is good.
2: I haven't given up on De'Aaron Fox yet. Uh, I... But you
1: know what I'm the saying thing is
2: though, right? well, you didn't even the thing is you didn't like him that much to start with. And there's nothing he's done to like win you over. So I understand that.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, like I went in, I think I maybe watched him in college a little more and I was excited because he was from Kentucky. But he is, his best year was last year on, you know, he scored 25 points a game on a wretched team. Like just yeah. a terrible team. And so yeah, he's he's a rough best player to have. Also, I feel like he was supposed to be a really good defender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this into is NBA. why I don't like him. <laughs> that does not seem to be the case. No, I might be. Am I wrong about that, Joey? Is I he good on defense?
4: no. no.
1: I mean, so, look, at least they brought in his college friend Malik Monk. We finally get that. I'm well, sure we we're gonna, we, have a, is excited we got a, about that. We got a um, question
2: about that coming up,
1: buddy. All right. Sorry. Don't worry
2: about it. Uh, OK, Joey, the Kings effectively start tweeners at four of their five positions. I'm not talking about Paula, I'm talking about when Keegan Murray is back. And these these tweeners are Darren Fox is not a tweener at point guard. But Kevin Herter, Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray and... Uh, Dolmasidonis, all uh, kind of kind of in between position guys. Mm-hmm. Who is the most out of position? Harrison of Barnes. Guys?
1: Harrison Barnes. The league discovered Harrison Barnes was a power forward in 2014, <laughs> and no team has allowed him to play power forward since. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, like like.
2: Imagine if he were just the the second guy more often, like in <laughs> just not having to be like a playmaking small forward. Instead, someone was like, wow, this guy cuts. He shoots threes. He can really defend power forwards. <laughs>
1: it's so crazy to me. Um, but yeah, the answer is Harrison Barnes, obviously. Yeah, I think
2: so, too. Think so too. Um Okay. Uh the last question about these guys. They're reuniting a Kentucky backcourt, Malik Monk and uh Deer and Fox that went 32 and six and lost in the regional final in 2017. Is that a winning formula, Joey?
1: Um, to reunite college teammates.
2: Well, uh, and in particular, <laughs> a team that made it to the elite eight. Now they did also have ban Adebayo.
1: Yeah, I would say that's that's the key thing they're missing, is Bam Adebayo. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. It's, it's
2: not... It's not. Okay, so do you think it's swing it? That would be a in? winning
1: formula, I think, if you had all three of those guys, sure.
2: <laughs> what if you didn't get Bam Adebayo, but you added Kentucky's third guard from that season? Michael Mulder? Mr. Michael Mulder. Yeah, Mr. no, Michael I don't Mulder, think that's the winning. Is I that going to swing don't. it?
1: <laughs> I mean, I do think similar to... uh calipari in kentucky um there will be a point when they're uh asking these guys to sit down because a new recruit has a new lottery pick has come in next uh-huh. year <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah you well, should you're actually supposed to be one and done malik monk why are you yeah, still here why did you, did you should pick- be why
2: didn't you declare for the g-league draft yet <laughs>
1: Uh, all uh, right, Sean, I, irration- I feel like, yeah, yeah,
2: they're they're missing some shooting. I'm just going to say that right now.
1: Irrational love or hate for the Kings, Sean?
2: Um, I would say this guy falls into my disappointing category. I was so into Malik Monk when he came to the league
1: mm-hmm.
2: and his like yeah, My guides.
1: Malik Monk actually changed the uh, bus name ratings for me.
2: Oh, wow. Because he was such a good I add name. His
1: name was so good. I added a name that's too good to be true, which I've used a
2: Ooh, lot recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, um, I get that. Um, I like Medu, though.
1: Sure. I like a lot of things. But, like, on but this again, team.
2: like he's like an 11th guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's all these are all like supporting players. I like this is I mean, all I would feel better is about a, this team
1: admittedly, if they had Tyrese Halliburton and not De'Aaron Fox personally. But yeah, this um, is basically a rational love and hate thing. Probably
2: <laughs> this is an all condiment sandwich of yeah. a roster.
1: They're getting there, though. I think Mike Brown's going to be good for them.
2: I do, too. It's oh. just, you know, I mean, you it's like really good sauce, really good dressing. You I just some think, fancy though, mustard. They don't have any meat.
1: Yeah, I just think we're all declaring them ahead of the game one year too early probably.
2: Um yeah, I think that's probably right.
1: Hey, and Sean. they Go probably ahead. should
2: tank. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: shouldn't they be trying to get Victor? <laughs>
2: what do uh, you think it
1: guys? Um all right, well that's sort of the problem, right? Yeah. Um All right, Sean. Uh it's the NBA 76 season, <laughs> so for that reason I've asked Sean for to for to choose a, a signer of the Declaration of Independence for every team in the NBA, and Sean, what team is the Sac- I mean, what signer is the Sacramento Kings?
2: Uh, they're John Hart from New Jersey. Uh, he was no. Josh Hart plays
1: in Portland, Sean. Has
2: John, his name's John. John Hart. Oh, okay. Joey. Oh. <laughs> also, we already talked about Portland. <laughs> um. Uh, John Hart, he let George Washington camp in his fields in Trenton. But the reason he is the Kings is because, uh, later in his life, he had to leave the New Jersey assembly because of gravel, chronic gravel, which is what they called kidney stones back in the 1700s. And, uh, he eventually died of the kidney stones, but not until he'd had kidney stones for over six months.
1: He should have drank more water.
2: Uh, they didn't know about it back then. But, yeah, that (laughs) that feels like being a Sacramento Kings fan is just kidney stones for months.
4: And then you die.
2: Yeah, they never quite kill you. (laughs)
4: Um,
1: all right. Uh, Sean, bad government. What's something Uh, shady that one of the owners, I mean, sorry, governors of the Sacramento Kings has done?
2: Okay, so I didn't want to talk about the deck. They uh they're now owned in part by this this like venture firm called arctos sports partners they own like 17 percent of the team they bought shaq's steak and some other ones shaq had to sell his stake because he wanted to do um gambling promotions and shaq's <laughs> love of basketball ownership is eclipsed by his love of endorsements uh-huh. um, okay so Uh, This company is run by two guys. One guy's named David Doc O'Connor, and the other guy's name is Ian Charles. Now, David Doc O'Connor used to be the CEO of Madison Square Garden. Well,
1: before you Uh, keep going, I'm going to say Doc O'Connor and Ian Charles sound like like somebody who who uh, created like Falcon Crest. (laughs) You know what
3: I mean? Right, right. Like, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Executive producer, David yeah. Doc Connor, yeah. and, and then it's like CNC productions and you yeah. hear a hawk go,
1: ah! At the title screen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, th- didn't didn't those guys invent Alf? <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah. You remember Sharon's Law? Or <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, didn't they write head of the class? <laughs>
2: No, no, they, they wrote Keppinger and Keller. Yeah. That, that 70s. <laughs> pretty tough cool show. Um, yes. Okay. So David O'Connor is a CAA guy and he became the CEO of Madison Square Garden, which means, let's be real, uh, he clearly did some shady stuff. He was not there very long uh, because Irving Azoff forced him out.
1: Mm-hmm, great. Because
2: he wasn't building his arenas fast enough. Uh-huh, sure. Um, I mean, and Charles used to be a partner with Landmark Partners, which is a private equity firm. Surprise, surprise! That has been in constant legal trouble because they keep bribing different Connecticut political of- officials to invest uh, the state pension funds with them.
1: Oh, like Brett Favre? Uh,
2: yeah, just not as <laughs> like like a little class. They just, I mean, it's yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, it's more like they're more like. Hey, uh, hey buddy, we'll we'll hire your friends as consultants for a million dollars a year if uh you know the prison guards put 50 million in our fund.
4: <laughs> <sighs> All
1: right, Sean. Time to predict. Over under 34 and a half.
2: I'm going under. I think they're gonna realize they need to tank. I think like there's gonna be a lot of excitement, but this team's gonna be too bad up top.
1: You know what's funny? I'm Mm -hmm. taking the over. Oh, because here's the thing, Sean. There are going to be opportunities for a team like the Kings this year to get useful players for cheap Mm -hmm. from these other tanking teams. Yeah, and it but it's still not going to be enough to make the play in. (sighs) But I think they can win 38 games. (laughs) Oh, just
2: like a little a little upgrade.
1: Yeah, you know, like they trade for zach collins or whatever you know what i mean like zach collins is the wrong guy not but not you know that
2: guy, I mean. but yeah 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 somebody somebody that makes herder less of a necessary offense yeah option, like, you know what i mean
1: like when the portland trailblazers realize they should be tanking don't you think the kings would just said, get josh hart for free
2: <laughs> no i i was i was like i was just imagining damian weller getting traded to sacramento
1: oh
2: <laughs> uh, boy
1: Um, no, Damian Lillard is getting traded to the Los Angeles Lakers for (laughs) Russell Westbrook. I'm calling it right now. (laughs) Um, all right. Are they going to
2: include the 2029 unprotected first, though? Yeah,
1: yes. For Dame, yes. (laughs) Uh, speaking of the Lakers, last year they went 33 and 49, good for 11th in the West. Their expected win-loss record was exactly 33 and 49, so there you go. Uh, 23rd in offense 21st in defense Josh I can't Gade. believe
2: the offense was that low. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year all right,
2: coming to the team: Lottie Walker the Fourth, Patrick Beverly, Damian Jones, Thomas Bryant, Juan Toscano Anderson, Troy Brown Jr., and rookies Max Christie, Scotty Pippen Jr., and Cole Swider.
1: Mm-hmm. Who's leaving? Oh,
2: uh, well, these, these, these: uh, the Talon Horton, Tucker, mm-hmm. Stanley Johnson. Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza, DJ Augustin, Kent Bazemore, Avery Bradley, Saku Dumboya, uh, Wayne Ellington, Dwight Howard, Mason Jones, and Mac McClung. It
1: really feels like they didn't replace all of those guys with as many people.
2: <laughs> it seems like more people are leaving, right? Just like...
1: <laughs> I just kept writing down
2: the names. <laughs> Like, how did they lose 12 players? <laughs> that seems
1: like too many.
2: <laughs> but, I don't know. Uh, My team is always staying fresh.
1: All right, best move, worst move, Sean?
2: God, this sounds crazy, I'll tell you Joey. what their best move is. Not <laughs> is trading
1: it? Russell Westbrook and those picks for that Indiana package yet. <laughs> oh, that's the, not that's enough. That's their best move? <laughs> yes, that's not enough. Like... Yes. Oh, for the picks? Yeah, for... I'm Not even just for the picks. For anything. Like, Heald and Turner are good players. But that is not enough. Like, adding Buddy Heald and Miles Turner is not enough to make this team, like, a championship contender. And all they have are those picks in the expiring Russell Westbrook contract. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else is out there, but I, I get what you're saying. Especially
2: because... Um, so LeBron's the small forward then? It seems like that's not the ideal alignment of this team. Well, Anthony Davis Anthony refuses
1: has, to play center, though, so he has to be the Well, he
2: did forward. say what, I mean, it's so crazy <laughs> that that is still the case, but yes, it is. Um, <laughs> he played, he's been playing a lot more center with the Lakers, but only really out of necessity. They keep getting centers. Uh-huh, like, yeah. since they've had him, I think they've had JaVale, Dwight, DeAndre Jordan, Mark Gasol, there's more. Montrezl um, Harrell, Montrezl Harrell. That's <laughs> five. Yeah, and there's there's more that I'm just not thinking. Uh, of.
1: Well, if you're well, forgetting and Thomas
2: Bryant now, yeah, you're forgetting and Damian fucked, Jones.
1: You're forgetting they fucked over Mark Gasol to sign. Um, Andre Drummond, remember and it fucked up their team?
2: Oh, right, they had Andre Drummond.
1: <laughs> remember wow. they promised Andre Drummond to yeah, yeah, mark yeah. all oh starting spot and then went into a tailspin? Oh my god. <laughs> So, yeah, that's eight
2: centers they've brought in in four years to play with Anthony Davis, who <laughs> and they
1: brought in Dwight Howard center, twice. I think you're forgetting Dwight Howard's been that's there right, twice. He, he's
2: made two tours. Um, well, Thomas Bryant is returning, but he was not there when Davis arrived. A mm-hmm. lot of guys are coming back to this team. Uh, <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Okay. what's what's I guess my best move is I actually think Juan Toscano Anderson is their best acquisition this summer.
1: Yeah, the problem is, is uh, they need him to be like their fourth best player. And he's like at best a team's 11th best player.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But at least you're like, I see how this works on a team.
1: (laughs) You also missed a name, Sean, on who was coming in.
2: Oh, who I who uh, Dennis Schroeder,
1: dude. Dennis oh, Dennis Schroeder, Schreuder, <laughs> that's right.
2: Sorry, yes, Dennis Schroeder. He's back and he's hurt again.
1: Uh, uh, also, yeah, Dennis Schroeder, wow. I guess. Also counts as coming I guess to the he's, team this year.
2: I guess that's true. All right, so they're in pretty good shape. Um, <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, let's Josh take it away. What is this one? Hold
3: on. Um, squad up with your friends to take on AI opponents to rise up your individual reward ladders or compete online to get great rewards as a team. Sorry, wrong drop. That's a
1: really good a- day. Good AI opponents.
0: <laughs> Let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new.
2: All right, Joey. Uh, here's, here's one. How many of the people? Okay, so we
3: listed three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten.
2: Twelve people leaving the lakers off last year's roster. People who played for the lakers last year. How many of them are still in the NBA?
1: Okay. Um Talon, Horton Tucker is still in the NBA.
2: That is correct. There there's at least one.
1: I think that's it.
2: That's it. It's one team and one player. <laughs> So, my follow up is who on this current roster is playing their last NBA season? It's stunning. It was the end of the line for everybody.
1: I, um, well, Russell Westbrook. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Uh,
2: Legit legitimate choice. I think this is Troy Brown Jr.'s last year. I know he's twenty-three years old, but he also has chronic back problems.
1: Um uh, Yeah. I mean, there's like sad answers, right? You could be like, I mean, I don't think I don't I don't think Matt Ryan is gonna make it. You know what I mean? But you
2: Well know, that that look, that's a fair answer too. <laughs> Well, it's weird because they're much younger and yet there are still three or four guys where you're like, mm, this could be it.
1: I mean, Damian Jones is probably the correct answer, right? Like, I mean, there's like four like correct answers. This is his seventh team in like three
2: years. <laughs> uh, Darvin Ham said that he is going to get him to start shooting threes this year.
1: Though, Damian apparently. Jones, good yeah. luck. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: He did say he got Robin Lopez to start shooting him in Milwaukee, so he can get anyone to start shooting them, which is I mean, kind of tight. And then he apo- yeah. then he apologized to Robin Lopez.
4: <laughs> like, I mean, I think laughing in the middle of
2: the apology. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Could so it be um,
2: Patrick Beverly's last year? No. Yeah, I don't think so. He'll, he'll be it around. It might he'll be Dennis
1: Schroeder's, though.
2: It actually could be Dennis Schroeder because he might just go to Europe at right. this point. Yeah. Um. Okay. Or he might
1: just go to the X games.
2: All right. You already answered this second one. Should they trade their 2027 and 2029 first rounders with Westbrook for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner? Could.
1: Well, you the should answer the Pacers... that question, though. Should no. they?
2: No, no. It doesn't. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be pressure to do it because Westbrook already looks pretty unhappy and. Mm-hmm. Did you like, see his
1: quote about why he hurt his hamstring?
2: Yes, because uh, was, he was coming off the bench he and he didn't know how to prepare for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, well, it's weird. OK, so here is. The question is, is there any move realistically that is going to make the Lakers? A contender, and even with all their cap space that they could have next summer, because that's also what they mm-hmm. lose with getting Buddy healed is like twenty five million in cap space or whatever he makes next year.
1: Uh, I yeah. think
2: Miles Turner is expiring.
4: Hmm.
1: Um. Yeah. I would say uh, trading Anthony Davis for all of the good Sacramento Kings that would actually probably do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, like that. If that. Yeah. Like that. Actually, that's the only real trade asset. That they they reasonably have, yeah. Because Westbrook has negative value.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I guess somebody's gonna want to dump. For- I still don't really understand how like trading for Westbrook. I guess if you're getting rid of current contracts, but it seems like the Lakers don't want to do that either. But like, here's the question: like, okay, so they make this trade
4: mm-hmm.
2: for Buddy Hield and Miles Turner the Lakers could become, what's the best case scenario? They're sixth in the West. They're fifth.
1: Maybe fifth. I mean, I, it depends. We're going to have to talk about the Clippers, right? It depends how much faith you have in the Clippers, right?
2: Well, that will be, we'll be asking that. Um, I just thought they looked so bad and they're already so injured before the season began. And it's like five guys have back problems. Uh That's not good like those yeah. don't just go away when you start playing more basketball. Yeah. So for me it's like it just depends on if LeBron has like does it matter to LeBron to get the 7 seed? And I I don't actually no, know I, if that's true or not. You I know what, don't I don't I don't you know really know what
1: is definitely happening this year
3: <laughs> and I that? would
1: put money on it. LeBron James winning the scoring title? No, uh, I
2: I'm I'm I said that uh, part of my part of my gambling preview for uh, the Thursday night games, which people will already have seen. But uh, the, the, just look at that box score and see if LeBron James beat thirty points in that Clippers <laughs> game, no matter how badly they lost.
1: Um,
2: yeah, I think I think that is going to happen.
1: It just. I don't even know. uh, Well, certainly I know one thing (laughs) I wouldn't have done if I were running this team. What's that extended Rob Polinka for two more years. Oh my God.
2: (laughs) It's like a devil's bargain. Well, you know, and it's possible that LeBron signed his extension with the sort of like understanding that they would trade one of those picks or two of those picks, but I just don't, I know it just doesn't seem like there's like a real logical fix (laughs) to be had on this roster. There there is a
1: logical fix, though, and it's trading Anthony Davis.
4: Davis.
1: (laughs) Like it just doesn't look Anthony Davis. I expect to have kind of a bounce back year or two and be pretty good. Mm -hmm. He's looked really great.
2: But you're not going to trade LeBron and there's nothing else to trade.
1: They literally can't trade LeBron this year. Right. Right. Because of the extension. (laughs) Yes. Um And does he want to trade LeBron? Yeah, no, even if like, is he happy to just be on these teams? That's the thing I don't understand, Sean.
2: Well, that yeah, that's the thing. Like, like, is it bothering him that they're not that good? Or is he, you know, doing other stuff now? I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, I don't. It's very hard to say. And it's it's a weird situation where he it seems like the Lakers know he doesn't want to leave and that they uh, are not vulnerable to any other pressure and they're kind of let, you know, I I don't know how much the media is going to talk about like how wrong it is to waste this season for LeBron, but I don't, I, I don't really know reasonably what the Lakers are supposed to do to not waste it right now.
1: Do you think LeBron, while playing that Warriors team last night mm-hmm. in his deepest of deep hearts and watching like all these young guys Steph had like growing mm-hmm. around him, do you think he at all kind of. Looks in the mirror and is like, maybe we shouldn't have traded all those guys for Anthony Davis.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like maybe Brandon Ingram was sort of close yeah. to that level Uh should have just been a little nicer to him. Set him up for some shots. Like, wow. It's kind of like, Lonzo was pretty good. Um, we also had the fourth pick in the draft. Well, like, we could have... Kyle could Kuzma's have been... good now. <laughs> yeah, um... like, like, I just wonder... I mean, I don't think that was ever on the table as a realistic thing. But I do kind of wonder about that. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, and... Yeah, I mean, I I I do kind of wonder about that. Where where it's like, oh, if you just you know been a little less, uh, like like someone could have saved your legs a little more. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. He he seems it it seems like the personnel moves are not unrelated to what LeBron James wants. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They they. They traded Zubach for.
3: Uh, Mikey Jaws.
1: For Mike Jaws. Dude. <laughs>
2: that
3: was Speaking wild. of
1: signing 12 centers to play with Anthony Davis. Yeah, they could have years. just
2: had that. Like, that would have been like Zubach. Just and also I feel like Zubach would have been like very unaffected by LeBron, too. Yeah. Like, you yell at Zubach is like, yeah, OK, like. Yeah, I'm getting rebounds <laughs> in the post. I'm going to be in the post. I'm just going to pass you the ball. Like this is what you want from your center, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll catch that alley oop. Like I'm good, dude. Like you, irrational like, right. love and
1: hate, Sean. What do you got?
2: Uh, oh, um, gosh, irrational love.
1: I'll tell you, I irrationally, but people know this. I irrationally hate Pat Beverly.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, that
1: that's probably rational, though, <laughs> it's somewhat rational. It's just I... embarrassing. He's so embarrassing. <laughs> I, like, I I didn't... just the, the it's the only time I feel how people feel like. Watching The Office or whatever, and they're like, ooh, or like Curb Your Enthusiasm or the Larry Sanders show where they're like, get like secondhand embarrassment and can't uh-huh. watch that stuff. <laughs>
3: That's uh, the only Red- time
1: I get that feeling is when I'm watching Pat Beverly do anything on a basketball uh-huh. court. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um look, I don't really think he's good, but I, I kind of love Wendy and Gabriel.
1: I like Wendy and Gabriel too. I think he is kind of good. I mean, he's <laughs> not
2: right, but for, I he's like an NBA player, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and I I resent Austin Reeves, unfairly I too. Yeah.
1: Uh, that was gonna be my question of their new crap of their new crop of young white men uh, Max Christie Austin Reeves and uh, Matt Ryan which one Sean is gonna be actually good and then they won't resign <laughs>
2: uh, I don't think Max Christie's white I think he's black
1: oh sorry not Max Christie the other guy Cole Swider my bad oh. <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, I mean, Reeves has it locked in, I think. Once he showed up with that uh, farmer tan in the preseason, that's a confident guy. <laughs> he knew he was wearing a tank top for work all year. <laughs> he didn't just didn't wore a lot of tees anyway. He, I mean, he knew what his job was, it, his outfit has been the same for a long time.
1: It's yeah, funny. He... I did ask online at one point is Austin Reeves the first NBA player in 20 years with a farmer tan. And I got a resounding response from Lakers fans saying, no, Caruso had one for a while. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> OK,
2: fair enough. fair enough. I mean, yeah. Um, oh, I forgot to ask the third question, Joey, which is, oh. will Anthony Davis play more games than the best team in the NBA wins this year?
1: interesting question i mean i'm gonna say yes but he won't finish as many games because you know (laughs) he likes to do that thing where he plays in the game for three minutes and then goes to the locker room yeah um
4: (laughs) i hear that i hear that okay
1: yeah Uh, but i don't think i i don't know i'm looking at it now these games played it's rough, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anthony Davis is a bummer. No one bums me out more than Anthony Davis. I'm going to be completely honest. He really bums me out.
2: I feel like his look is getting worse and worse.
1: I mean, I don't even care about the look. My, I care about how, how he plays. Like, people forget, like, when they talk about Victor Wembanyama being, like, the best prospect in, like, since LeBron. I th- mm-hmm. really think people forget how yeah. insane Anthony Davis was defen- just defensively in college.
2: Mm-hmm. No, he um, was really good. And...
4: When, and
1: he really felt like he was going to play defense in a way that, like, broke the NBA. He would block, like, multiple three-pointers a game. Mm-hmm. And he was always flying around... And now all he is is a guy with weirdly wide hips who, like, takes a lot of jump shots.
3: <laughs> Do you I mean, know what I mean? I, I think often his uh, defense
2: is very good still, but just... I don't know, Like like, it just feels like there was all this potential that he was going to be a really good shooter. He can't shoot anymore. And maybe his body, like, let him down. But it just...
1: To me, it feels like his effort maybe let him down, honestly. Uh but I don't know. Whatever. Sean, who what signer of the Declaration of Independence is this team?
2: You know, these guys are uh they're a celebrity team. This is a celebrity member of the of the uh the the signers. Samuel Adams, baby.
1: Oh, I like it. Oh, he's famous. Fest.
2: He's got a lot of fans. He's got a lot of haters. Uh, charge people up, you know. He's he's got a he's got a cross town brother with a similar name, John Adams. It's not quite as cool as him, um, you know. He's got a he's got a good family. Uh, he's it he, he was a very exciting speaker. He kind of was like the Showtime orator uh-huh. of the Revolution, and uh, you know after he. Started, uh, he basically prompted the British occupation of Boston because of how much they were not cooperating, mm-hmm. which eventually led to the Boston Massacre, yeah. something the Los Angeles Lakers were also involved in. So, Samuel <laughs> Adams,
1: um, all right, uh, bad government, Sean.
2: Oh, yeah, this is just, um,
1: just stand up, just Genie doing stand up. <laughs>
2: this is a dating jay moore I'm yeah, just saying okay fair jay enough
1: moore. yeah genie genie bus <laughs> dated jay moore correct yeah all that's right.
2: just i mean come on now
1: <laughs> all right sean over you under 45 better, and a half
2: oh that's an under couldn't be more under
1: yeah yeah it's an under that public money, man. Why why would anyone think this team was gonna win forty-eight game forty-six games?
2: Yeah, I mean that the, it's uh it it is not the case when you're you're looking at uh that game on Thursday that's already been completed after you've uh seen this, <laughs> you've listened to this, but uh ninety-eight percent of the money was on the Clippers. So just letting you know Maybe, maybe maybe we're going to be talking about how the Lakers are back at this point. I'm going to look like a fool, but 98 percent of the money. All
1: right. The LA. They try to
2: make it happen. Half, half That's the, the whole speaking
1: point. of streetlights, not spotlights. <laughs> uh, the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, they went last year, went 42 and 40. Good for eighth. They lost playing games to the to Patrick Beverly singularly and the Pelicans. <laughs> Uh, their expected win loss was 41 and 41. They were 24th in offense and eighth in defense. Mm hmm. Um, Josh Giddy.
3: Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year. Um, All right.
2: We've got coming to this team. We've got John Wall, Moses Brown and rookie Musa Diabate.
1: Great. Um and uh who's leaving, Sean?
2: Well, it's it's sad to see these guys leave Palmdale, but uh the guys leaving are Isaiah Hartenstein, Robin Hood, Jay Scrub, and Semi Augelet.
1: No, no, Sean, I'm sorry. Isaiah is the doctor's name.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh Doctor Hartenstein's monster.
4: monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs>
1: The joke is never not gonna make I me love it i love um, it right.
3: my team is always staying
1: fresh <laughs> all right sean what's their best move and the worst move
2: i'm bringing in john wall just morally correct
1: yeah um same agreed uh and their worst move letting isaiah hardenstein go
2: i guess i don't think they could have really kept him, but maybe no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he he was he was real good tonight. By the way,
1: uh, yeah, playing he's Memphis, he's good at basketball. Um, the other guy he's, who was he's surprisingly like a real good. Tibbsy guy too.
2: Yeah, the the other guy I was shocked was playing a lot and well. Cam Reddish.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, you yeah.
1: know, um, sometimes we feel better are are wrong, them, so. and those people are me. Um, all right.
2: I mean, I don't know. It's one game though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Let's, Let's hit, hit the triple lot
4: threat
2: lot Go ahead. Oh, he's just a lot bigger than I thought. That wasn't worth
1: stopping, Josh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new. All right, Sean. all right. Uh, what's new for the Los Angeles
4: Clippers?
2: We have uh, three questions. This is year four of Kawhi and PG mm-hmm. in LA. The Clippers are seven to one to win the NBA title. They're the third most likely team, according to the sports books. My question is, have we learned nothing, Joey?
1: Well, Sean, um, yeah, we've learned nothing. Um, this team feels so stacked. Mm-hmm. Even this, this team finally feels like it could maybe withstand Kawhi only playing 40 games a little mm-hmm. bit, right? And yes. Paul George only playing 52. Um
2: yeah. But here, here's what I would say about this team. You're always like, can they overcome, you know, they can, they have the depth to overcome Kawhi being out or Paul George being out. But the problem is much of the depth is also going to be out. You know what I mean? Like Luke Kennard also misses a lot of games. John Wall is going to miss a lot of games. Uh, Robert Cunnington is going to miss games or, feel like he's not there when he's playing in the game.
1: You know what I mean? Norm Powell is always going to be there. And Terrence Mann are both always going to be there. They're always going to be there hard. And they're
2: (laughs) always going to want to shoot. They're always going to want the ball. Um. So, yeah. um. And I also I like the idea that you could have 25 minutes of Reggie Jackson instead of 35 minutes of Reggie Jackson. Um.
1: You could not play Marcus Morris at all if you don't want.
2: That's kind of what I would lean towards. I think he's the most. Th- look, we're jumping a little bit to irrational dislike. This is the guy I think is the most
1: overrated on the team. Uh Oh, I think Reggie Jackson is the most overrated guy on the team.
2: I feel like his rating has like adjusted, though. Like people.
1: I still think it's <laughs> like it was a, it was crazy to me uh-huh. that clippers fans and look they turned out to be right but when the when training camp started and norman powell said like yeah i want to try and be the starter this year Uh and uh i saw so many tweets from clippers fans like fuck you man is somebody gonna tell him that reggie jackson's (laughs) already the starter and it's like Norman Powell is as good and possibly better than Reggie Jackson. Well, can
2: I, can I tell you, uh, here's some stats from Reggie Jackson's 31 minutes a game last year. Mm-hmm. He had 4.8 assists
4: mm-hmm.
2: and 2.3 turnovers.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh,
2: he shot 85% from the free throw line. That's good. He shot 32.6% from the three point line.
1: That's not very good.
2: He shot 39% from the field.
1: That's also not good.
2: And he took a lot of shots. Yeah, that's not great. That's that's your third guard. That's not your starting Mm -hmm. guard. And that's the thing is like they're covered a lot.
1: And look, Norm Powell is not a point guard. I get it. But like Paul George or Kawhi Leonard could initiate your (sighs) offense and you don't need one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah.
2: And I mean, they, look, they're they're covering, but I'm, I'm just saying that without like if Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are not like tip top, mm-hmm. I just don't I just think this is a team where there's a lot of really good role players. Sure. And that's good. That's still good to have for your team. But like, <clears throat> I'm not sure why this year is going to be really different. With the health,
1: well, because Kawhi's going to play this year.
2: I mean, you know, I mean,
1: it's like, sure, like this is the year Kawhi plays, Sean. That's why.
2: Yeah, I don't want to be real, Bill Simmons. Like, can I see it? Can I see him? Can I see him play fifty games? I just want him to get out there together. Can I? Can I watch him until Thanksgiving? Before here's my we worry call him about- the
1: champions. Here's my worry about Kawhi Leonard this year, Sean. Have you seen what he looks like? He looks very buffed he's buffed. too big right very swoll he looks too big <laughs> to me he does not look like a basketball player anymore uh he he
2: seems like he's maybe lifted a few weights too recently. many weights
1: He's lifted too many weights that's what I'm saying right now um I mean it's it's really he looks really shredded. Yeah. And
2: they've said he looks ready for bully ball, mm-hmm. which he kind of was already able to do.
1: Yeah. That was um, uh, absolutely <laughs> what he did.
2: So, like, now he's a power forward. I mean, maybe he's a power forward now.
1: I mean, I think he he has been a, power a forward, They have a lot of right? guards. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean,
2: <laughs> but, uh...
1: Oh, I don't, the Blazers I don't know beat the Kings really in the end they, they, there, Sean. They came
2: back. They came back. <laughs> the Kings were still the Kings, Joey.
1: Well, my mistake, De'Aaron Fox, 33 points.
2: Well, he made some threes. I'm not going to I'm not going to bet on that one <laughs> to keep going. Um Yeah, okay, so uh, here's my my second question. I'm sorry. Um, The Clippers have plenty of talent. Is their biggest issue the way the players fit together or the bad Clippers attitude that makes them not try all the time?
1: (laughs) That's the funny thing about the Clippers, right? Like, here's the thing. Like, say what you will... (laughs) Say what you will about PG, right? Paul George uh-huh. is an embarrassing person a lot of the time. But he is the one guy on this team who does try all the time.
2: Uh-huh. But it just it just seems like they like like just almost get together and it's like you know, like like it's almost like Moon syndrome, <laughs> or like a like a, that's not Moon syndrome. I'm not thinking of that, but just like a it's like a collective hallucination, or you know, like they all get a contact high of quitting
1: and, <laughs> from Kawhi. It's yeah, it's, and it comes from Kawhi.
2: He just always seems like a like. Is he going to seem like fatigued all the time? Is that <laughs> like how Kawhi is now? Is that because that's, like, what was happening when the Nuggets were coming back on them, right? Uh-huh. They just got tired at the same point in every game.
1: Well, and then also, remember, was it last year they came back from, like, down 33 points or whatever just by putting Luke Kennard in, who was trying? Remember that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> And I hate Luke Kennard. Speaking of irrational, things. look, they should be.
2: They should be really, really good. They should be. I don't they're know.
1: They're gonna be really good. I. I think this is actually the year they're.
2: Okay. Um. All right. I have one more question. The bench lineup right now: John Wall, Norman Powell, Luke Kennard, mm-hmm. Nick Batum, Robert Covington, sixth man. Terrence Mann.
1: (laughs) If this was the
2: top six.
1: Okay. All right. I see what you're saying. Go ahead. If this was
2: a top six for some team in the Eastern Conference four years ago, Uh what seed would they get?
1: Like the five?
2: Yeah. I think this is better than the Wizards' top six. A year they were like the four seed. So weird. But it also, it does feel like a lot of these guys are like Eastern Conference. I don't know. All right, irrational eleven, hate you hate Luke Knard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to like him. I just hate Marcus Morris now.
1: <laughs> he was a Laker. Remember that? <laughs> oh
2: my god. Oh oh, uh, sorry. This is uh, no. The other one was
1: no. Oh, sorry, Marquise was. You're right. Yeah. My mistake. My mistake.
2: <laughs> the other one. His name is Marquise. I apologize <laughs> to Mr. Morris. And I'm sorry, Nikola Jokic. Broke your body.
1: Yeah, that was that. Your kind, of, kind of your
2: fault. Kind of your fault, though. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Okay. Signer so of the Declaration of Independence.
4: Yeah.
2: It is Charles Carroll of Carrolltown. That's what he wrote on the Declaration because his father was also named Charles Carroll. He was the wealthiest signer of the Declaration. Uh, He unsuccessfully tried to get Quebec to to get French-Canadian support for the American Revolution, possibly by telling them uh, streetlights, not spotlights. Uh, He started the B&O Railroad, Joey, uh, uh, the colonial version of the Intuit Dome, I believe. And uh, like Microsoft, that's uh, part of Monopoly, right?
4: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He's...
2: He's also the last signatory of the Declaration to die. He lived to 95, which is like living to 250 in, in our times. And there's a statue of him as part of something called the Catholic Total Abstinence Centennial Fountain. And while it is about alcohol, it sounds like it's a big statue for him
1: being... Yeah a big old 95 sounds, year old virgin. It sounds like they should add Brad Stevens to that. Doesn't uh, it feel
2: like yeah, it feels <laughs> like they're it feels like the Clippers as a franchise not like the individual players are all virgins but like the franchise has a certain virginity to it, right? Well,
1: would you be at all surprised if <laughs> to learn that Steve Ballmer like f- is like having like a summer of George uh it turns out he's a genius because he doesn't fuck <laughs>
2: i mean i could see i certainly could see him trying
4: that and also
2: his wife just being like
1: why don't you why don't you come to
2: bed when you're less sweaty and then he like falls asleep working on his ideas and pacing around
1: um all right bad governor sean speaking of uh old stevie balmer
2: all right. Well, not only did Steve Ballmer authorize the creation of Nightmare Mascot Chuck the Condor, he also said they could make the nearly as horrifying little brother, K.C. the Condor. Uh, also, he bought the forum for $400 million and giving money to James Dolan is a terrible thing to do.
1: Um, yeah. All right, Sean. Prediction. 52 and a half over under.
2: Oh, boy. Uh, I'm saying under. I just don't think they have like that much motivation to win 53 games.
1: I think my initial reaction is like, this is like a 51 win team. <coughs>
2: yeah, um, I don't mean, I don't know. Uh, well, but because
1: you said under, I'll take the over. I think hmm. they could hit 53.
2: I don't think, I don't think it's that crazy. I just think that. um, I, I, just, I just can't see them like fighting that hard for seating, sure. I guess. Yeah, they don't um, have any home court anyway.
1: All right, finally, Sean, <laughs> your Golden State
3: w- 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 w-
1: Warriors. Uh, last year, they went fifty-three and twenty-nine. Their expected win-loss was fifty-five and twenty-seven. People forget the last half of last year's season was depressing <laughs> of the regular season. Uh, they were seventeenth in offense and first in defense. Isn't that
2: lower than you would have thought in offense, Joey?
1: No, because I watched them without Steph for a month.
2: Yeah, Uh, I guess that'll do it. Yeah. yeah.
3: Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year.
2: All right. The Michael Jordan of Delaware, Dante DiVincenzo, uh, Jamichael Green, James Wiseman, Ty Jerome, Mm -hmm. and then rookies uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr. and Ryan Rollins. Mm
1: Mm-hmm um who's headed out though
2: uh these old used up blood boys Otto porter jr gary payton the second namanja bielisa who's back in turkey juan toscano anderson damian lee chris Quinn quindary weatherspoon and beloved assistant coach mike brown
1: wow that's a
3: also leandro Barbosa. <laughs> My team is always staying fresh.
1: All right, Sean, what's what was their best move and their worst move? You write about this team, like for actual that, money.
2: Yeah, I think it's um, Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, signing Dante DiVincenzo. Like it's um, it sucked that they didn't bring back Gary Payton, but it's like you get it. You get it. You know, you could get more money. Um,
1: I actually think their best move was getting Jermichael Green for free. I think Ooh. he fits Ooh. perfectly. Um, he was,
2: also, I love his flat top. I didn't yeah. know his hair looked like that. He it it looked so tight.
1: He just is like, he really feels like a real Steve Kerr warrior. <laughs> it's a real nice guy. fit. Yeah. Um, and then their worst move is uh, giving a two-way contract to Anthony Lamb.
2: Yeah, that's Who terrible, seems like a dude. really
1: bad person. And Bob Myers had a uh, really shitty defense of it. Um,
2: Yeah, it's like it's... um,
1: A team who brags about all the character of their guys always. Yeah. Signing a guy with multiple rape uh, allegations and then being like, well, we checked with the NBA and they said it was okay."
2: Yeah, they said it was legal. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, well, that's... You know, the whole story is that the university was covering up a series of sexual assaults and, like, gang rapes by this basketball team. Yeah. And that when anything good for the basketball team even happens... When they put something up about it, they then have to put up a disclaimer five times longer about their uh, their their lack of tolerance for sexual assault, and it's to sign anyone else, anyone else. That's just like it's such a cop out answer, too. It's like if if they'd said, "Like we read what happened," and I don't. It's just like such buck passing. It reminded me of when. In the Draymond thing, when they were just like, "Well, we just asked the the players if they wanted him suspended," and it's like, "Well, no, it's actually your job to look at that." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like you have to make that decision. Yeah, it's for
4: a
1: team that um constantly uh talks about drafting good character guys uh because they wear suits to dinner or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In the same week, a player punched one of their other players Uh and then they signed a, a, like a a sex offender. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Sorry. An alleged sex offender. All right. Um.
2: Yeah. But a guy who's like never said anything about it, you know, like it it hasn't been confronted. So Mm -hmm. it's just, uh, it's just gross. Like they, and it's like, why do you need to do that? There's plenty of other players. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, let's uh, yeah, have that, that, was that was our worst move, sir.
1: Josh. Josh Giddey. Um. Let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new. All right, Sean.
2: All right, Draymond Green is doing a documentary that no one asked for or wants. Oh wait,
1: hold on. You mentioned it. Uh, yeah. You know what that means. Yeah. Um, let's it. learn about
2: viral videos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you want me to be honest with you, I still don't know how much the world may think it blew up. Sparked by the leak of the video, the
4: incident did blow up.
2: It went viral. It went viral. Um, this documentary is not going to go viral. Um, but Joey, which Warriors players documentaries would you want to watch? And you can pick a couple, current or all time.
1: Oh, good. I'm glad I can pick all time because I there are zero current <laughs> Warriors I want to watch a documentary. No, about. I, these I don't guys think, are I don't fucking think. boring.
2: I mean, like, um, I think maybe like a Jonathan Kaminga going back to the Congo would be kind of interesting, but he's 19 years old. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to see a documentary about a teenager who so, uh, hasn't been like in a war, you know?
1: Um, OK, the number one Warriors related documentary. I'm going to do them in order three to one. OK. Um. All right. I want to see a documentary about the time in uh, 1978 when clifford ray saved a dolphin at marine world
2: yes Uh (laughs) uh-huh shouldn't that be a netflix show my my dolphin friend my human friend my dolphin (laughs) friend whatever and the animal wouldn't have to just die at the end
1: um yeah so for those of you who don't know (laughs) there used to be a uh horrible one of those horrible sea aquatic parks uh, a blackfish-style park in the Bay Area called Marine World Africa USA. I mean, it's still there. Still is, Joey. It's just in a different place. Yeah, but they don't still do the the whale shows, right? Isn't it roller coasters now?
2: They definitely have whale shows.
4: Oh, they, it's
2: like worse because they also have roller coasters. <laughs> it's like scarier for the whales. It's a Six Flags park. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's called Discovery Kingdom now. But it used it used to be in Redwood City. It was called Marine World Africa USA. Mm-hmm. It's it's really a terrible park. It keeps going bankrupt. The city uh-huh. of Vallejo owned it for like a year. And
1: <laughs> okay, so what happened was one anyway, of the yeah, dolphins yeah, yeah. there. <laughs> Named the yeah. dolphin's name was Dr. Spock. Yes, <laughs> swallowed a three inch bolt. This is in uh-huh. 1978. Uh, the animal's doctors didn't have any instruments long enough to reach into the dolphin's stomach and remove the bolt, so mm-hmm. they called up the Golden State Warriors center Clifford Ray because mm-hmm. he had famously four foot long arms mm-hmm. and he hurried to the park. Reached into the dolphin's stomach and took the bolt out. Yeah. Um. And then Clifford Ray said that Dr. Spock always recognized him whenever he visited Marine World and would come over to say hello. Well,
2: great story. That would be yeah. a great documentary. Oh, OK.
1: Um. All right. Two. Can
2: I can I throw, yeah, in, you, one yeah, throw in one that's not in the ranking? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to see this is a short one but I would like to see a documentary about the making of the, the McDonald's Tim and Chris burger commercial, mm. just Good an one. absolutely terrible concept and commercial where Tim Hardaway and Chris Mullen argue about whether this regional this, this, uh, you know, short-term regional burger promotion should be called the Tim and Chris burger or the Chris and Tim burger. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Tim and Chris burger sounds better.
1: I used to have that drop on my computer, but I don't <laughs> have it now.
2: Yeah, and I'm it sorry. has like some nerd just stands between them while they argue. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I think that would be a good 15 minute doc.
1: Um, I would like to see a documentary redeeming Joe Barry Carroll. That's my number. Oh, two.
2: that would be good.
1: Yeah. um, He's a
2: cool guy, too.
1: He was he was a really cool guy that really racist white people like George Carl and uh, writers uh, picked on for years. Mm -hmm. Um, And then finally, obviously, we need to get it before he dies. We need like a ten-part documentary that's just about Don Nelson. Uh um, it's, it's like, like, Don, like it's get like Errol Ellie in his words. It's such a slam dunk layup, mm-hmm. interesting, funny documentary. That but is it's like, like
2: the history of basketball,
1: exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and you get this really funny, weird dude telling it the entire time. You do it like almost like uh, Tyson style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, and like, okay, so who, uh, who are you going to get to talk about Don Nelson? Oh, you know, I don't know, uh, Willie Nelson,
4: yeah. well, Woody also-
2: Harrelson, Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, like uh- <laughs> a lot of pretty entertaining guys, Stephen Jackson, yeah, uh, everybody from that Warriors team, uh, Bill Russell. <laughs> Jack Sigma? Well, he, he can't really... Oh, like, sorry, not Joey. Bill...
1: Yeah, I mean, to, well, it would have been Bill Russell. My mistake. Right, right, right. right. But, uh, to, uh, you know, Tommy.
2: He's uh, dead, too, Johnny. Yeah, I
1: forgot he died. Jesus Christ. So many people have died in the last three years. You're like, John
2: Havlitchin! No! Uh, Bob Cousy is still around. He's yeah, still with yeah. us, Joey.
1: Yeah, but he's not. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway... You get uh, you get all the most interesting Dirk Nowitzki, Dirk Nash, yeah, um, uh,
2: Sean Bradley,
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm um, telling you. Like
1: anyway, that's a, it's a no-brainer. I don't know why someone hasn't written that book or done that documentary, and someone yeah. I hope steals it from me because I am not uh, able a documentary
2: to... filmmaker. No, yeah,
1: <laughs> or a or a someone who could write that book. Yeah. Um
2: I do think that uh if you made a Spreewell documentary, it would end up being really sad. And yeah. I don't really oh, want to. Absolutely. That. It's um, like too it's just like there's too many things. When you look back on it, the incident is like very cartoonish. And then when you look like it's just like a very ugly uh pattern of stuff that is going on in that time too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, Sean, what's your next question?
2: OK, my next question is, uh, why is there such a tendency to give the Warriors individually and collectively terrible nicknames? Is this just Tim Kawakami trying to hit on Death Lineup again?
1: No, I mean, look, first off, Tim, don't block me. I love your work. I've been a big <laughs> fan for a long time, but he was trying to name the Jordan Poole lineup Death and Max's the other day. Yeah. And uh, look, the death lineup was a terrible nickname in the first place. I hated it the second <laughs> I read it. Oh, <laughs> um, well, and every
2: time, every time the nickname happens, the actual lineup gets worse mm-hmm. and less effective.
1: Right. Um, um, but I think this the problem here starts with with we allowed the nickname, the Splash Brothers to continue forever.
4: You don't don't like that one?
1: Mm Mm-mm. I didn't like it when I saw it. I mean, now that it's been 10 years, I'm like, it's fine. But I remember vehemently disliking it at the time.
2: Oh, because it was close to Bash
1: Brothers? Yeah, and it's just lame. Like, ooh, splash. Like, also, who actually has a good nickname in the NBA anymore? There's not a lot. The like, Greek freak but that's freak, like a throwback
2: good. to when you and it's like also a lot sort of, of ethnic slurs, yeah
1: <laughs> you're calling him a freak <laughs> it's um a-
2: yeah it's 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 true it's um, unkind
1: of freaks <laughs>
2: what about what about hamptons five joe hate it um what were they trying to do last year with pool?
1: oh there were so many bad ones
2: uh oh, yo, no, Andrew Wiggins and the Water Boys. That well, was, that's a, that's was I gave it. that was what they were called. That's what they were called. Yeah, yeah that's a good, good, good one. That's the only
1: good one, anyways. The only good
2: one, Andrew Wiggins and the Water Boys. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it is we, it's weird that that is it just like the local media. The other thing is that because of like social media, basically everybody always wants like a pun nickname.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: That's kind of like and that doesn't always work very well. The like, only
1: good nickname anyone in the NBA has right now is Bones Highland.
2: Yeah, and that <laughs> predated the NBA. Yeah. It wasn't like he got that in the NBA. Um, I mean like Joker's fine. Sure. um, um are there any other good ones you can no, think of? The servant. I, the servant's good. The, the servant the <laughs> Yeah, for Kevin I mean, I, I kind of like the Splash <laughs> Brothers, but that also it's been around for so long. And also it's like it's just two guys, and it's like it's, it's not it's not trying that hard. Well, is but all now I'm they're
1: like, oh, and they've got the Splash little
4: brother. Yeah. that's cool.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm just saying like that that's like that feels a little more. Organic and silly, whereas whereas being like Hamptons five, you're like, you want to think about the Hamptons when you're watching basketball? <laughs> that sucks. uh Yeah, uh, you, I will you,
1: say, look, uh what about, what enemy what of the three? podcast, Bob, Mc, Bob Fitzgerald, did give James Wiseman the greatest nickname anyone in the NBA has right now, but he hates it. But I hate it. It's staying James Wiseman's nickname is Big Jim.
2: <laughs> yeah, he he despises it. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, there's not any. I don't, I don't I like. Also, if your name's Moses Moody, you
1: don't need what a nickname.
2: nickname. What nickname <laughs> for that? Jonathan Kaminga, I could see needs a nickname, but it can't be a gross name involving cum. Yeah, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. What's the matter with you? don't don't tweet about that
1: well first off we need to make it clear that was a prank by weird Celtics Twitter that did that you realize that. that was good you know what? Weird. It's Celtics still not. Twitter. It's still not
2: good. I yeah, it's I, gross. I support them, but like, I mean, we don't. We don't need to be talking.
1: No, but I like that they tricked like Clutch Points or whatever into publishing an article that said Warriors are calling their new rookie a gross nickname, and it was like, no, actually, another fan base did that.
2: <laughs> I just i I don't. I I think you could have could have done it a little cleaner, guys. I like a prank. Uh,
1: all right. Um, I just
2: don't. I found the nickname so unpleasant. Oh, it's so unpleasant. Anyway, uh, and also, it's like it's like one of those things that people think they're being very clever yeah. with, and it's like, oh, it's a disgusting. million people said that.
1: Um, Stop
2: it. Okay. Right, um, one well, final question. Sorry. Yeah. We we. Uh, how much do you, Joey Devine, want to keep hearing, talking, and thinking about the Warriors' luxury tax decisions? uh That are going to be happening nine months from now,
1: Sean. I'm gonna, you know what? I gotta say, um, I don't want to hear about it at all. But uh, it feels like you're sort of dancing around an important topic here with the Warriors that we're not talking about at all. What, what, which is, is this gonna be the end of Dray? Is this Draymond Green's last season with the Warriors? And how weird is it?
2: I mean, it's weird, but he also might just opt in. Like, I, I mean, he he seems like he might want to be leaving but but it's all it it, it still at the same time feels weird to be thinking about it now yeah, you know what i mean i mean, mean like i that, just
1: find it strange that i've seen multiple reporters in the bay area saying that this season already has like a last dance feeling to it
2: yeah which is i i mean i guess so the thing the thing is like obviously the punch change things but okay so so this summer draymond green announced that he would be seeking a max contract from the warriors and the warriors made a diplomatic answer which was that draymond green has a two-year contract true um and he can opt out of it this summer and bob myers was nice about it and said you know that's that's a great position to be in. Like, you can opt out, but you also still have the security Mm -hmm. of an extra year. Um, But then when the punch happened, it suddenly there was this part of the fan base that was like, kick him off the team. When it's kind of like, it wasn't a good thing to do, but also uh, I I don't know. I don't feel like it's the most unprecedented thing in the world, either.
3: I don't know. But
1: But like, I mean, we have a Warriors fan friend who last night was like sending us videos of Draymond Green hugging LeBron James and being like, I'm so sick of this guy. I mean, that was
2: that was really annoying. I hated that, too. He wandered around the court during the game. No, it was crazy.
1: It's just so strange to me that in like the last month. The fan base is turned and the writers are like really icing out Draymond Green like he's different than Clay Thompson. It's just strange.
2: Uh, wait, what do you mean that he oh, that like Clay's part of the core and Draymond isn't? Yeah, I mean, that video was bad, but yeah, uh, but but I think I think part of it is that for me at least, um, Draymond punching a teammate matches a lot more with like 2016 Draymond mm-hmm. who was like very funny and, and, and good uh, in, with the media, but also was like a tough guy, but Draymond was not uh, a dork. And now Draymond acts like a dork <laughs> a lot. And it's like stuff that I, it just, it like, it I feel like it like counteracts his sort of like intimidating presence that he's like hugging LeBron and like really into his podcasting and like just doing things that are, that kind of suck, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, and, and not like podcasting not like suck, sucks,
2: <laughs> but but like that document that documentary is not good and it's like produced by clutch and you know, he's fine on TMT. Like I, again, I, Think he should like explore the space, but it's just like that. That like like him hugging LeBron that made me think more like he should just go. Uh, the incident the did punch. blow up; it went viral. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> yeah, so so like, but and
2: <laughs> it's just so shitty, and like that's what ruins it for me. Like like punching Draymond, I'm like, yeah, he does that. He he lost the NBA title because he wanted to keep kicking people in the nuts like that's that's pure uh-huh. but like i don't know that <laughs> some of it's just like like when i saw flyer for his birthday party in san francisco <laughs> right before the pandemic i was kind of like uh really like this is this just doesn't look that cool um mm-hmm. and that he's sort of like so thirsty for like lebron's approval and that kind of It just i don't know Anyway, um I don't think they should get rid of him, just keep him, pay the tax. Like he's he's awesome. Um but, but it is weird. Yeah. And it's just gonna be like so much
1: they're still <coughs> talking and writing about it. Like
2: Yeah, yeah. Anthony I mean, that's Slater today I'm was st-
1: like, uh it's things are icy still. Um I don't know. It's weird, I mean, man. Because be also the team on the court, none of this appears to be affecting them at all. They're, like, destroying people.
2: <laughs> well, and, and, like, Jordan Poole and Draymond are passing the ball to each other. Like, yeah. all that seems fine. But um, we, we've mentioned this before that Steve Kerr <laughs> seems, like, a little more over it than we've ever seen mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And so I don't know. I think, like obviously like none of this should really matter on a basketball court and they should bring back the guys that Steph Curry wants to play with as long as Steph Curry mm-hmm. wants to play with them. Like that's, that's what you do. That's the tax that was, you got him for super cheap for five years. Uh, yeah. He's still incredibly cheap, even at a max for your, like he, he got you an arena basically mm-hmm. uh money printing machine. Uh pay some extra money for his his friend
1: yeah um
2: but yeah. if steph's sick of him i don't know that's that's like the determining factor for me
1: yeah um but either way this is sort of how i feel about the uh the the your initial question about the tax
3: hey one second here come on people you fans are the greatest fans in the world i already said that show a little bit of class This is crazy. Seriously. Come on. You're doing yourself a disservice. All of the wonderful accolades being said to you for you to treat this man who is spending his money to do the best that he can to turn this franchise around. And I know he's going to do do it. it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I just I'm just
2: more like they're not making any decisions for a pretty long time. Mm -hmm. So
1: well i mean
2: i'm sick of using the luxury tax calculator joey
1: yes it's terrible um i mean frankly it's a funny thing but they're gonna they gotta redo that cba right here pretty soon isn't it this year or is it next no it
2: just it kicked in like this year
1: Right, but it's they. Ju- it was just an extension, right? <clears throat> Don't they have to go through actual CBA uh, negotiations?
2: I believe the CBA currently now runs through twenty twenty nine, but I am not totally I think sure they have about that. If I
1: remember right, and there's they an have opt outs, yeah. CBA so we so
2: there's going, a new there's an oh no never mind that's the hold on um oh like how long is it?
1: No, like they have to re- they're gonna redo it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It officially years,
2: expires in two years. So uh yeah. they're gonna figure it out. Yeah, they'll figure it out soon. I
1: have this sneaking suspicion. Um the Warriors will not be screwed by the new CBA, but the Clippers will. Um if I have to guess. What do you mean by that? Exactly? I have a sneaking suspicion, um, that again the owners in a way to keep players are gonna make some kind of strange deal where like you don't pay as much on the tax if you drafted the guy oh oh gotcha, gotcha. Uh, do you know what i'm saying um yeah. and so like anyway i just have a sneaking suspicion that that's what we're gonna be looking at here because they always they love to shoot themselves in the feet in their own feet when they do the CBA, it always yeah, yeah. makes so the, it worse. <laughs>
2: so the new CBA will kick in in, 20, in the 2024, 25 season. Yeah. Um, and we already know that the age limit is going away. And we know that uh, they're going to have like a mental health injured list, basically. Um, and then
1: expansion. They want to do expansion after the CBA and after the TV deal. Um, yeah,
2: so the T it'll be the TV deal, the CBA, and the CBA will probably be in conjunction with announcing teams in Las Vegas and Seattle. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, <laughs> all right, Sean, what sign of the, de- like, the the declaration of independence Or is Joe Lacob? Oh well,
2: it's it's the, the the Warriors are John Hancock, a big this team's a big giant oversized signature on the NBA. Some admire this signature, some find it. Tremendously obnoxious. Uh, John Hancock was one of the richest men in the colonies, and the British accordingly put out a big reward for his capture. Uh, What radicalized John Hancock, Joey? Well, it was the Sugar Act, the Molassic Act, the Townsend Act, and British customs agents seized his boat called the Liberty because he said he lied about how much wine he was unloading. Yes, John Hancock joined the American Revolution because he didn't want to pay taxes on luxuries
1: Um, all right, bad government, Sean.
2: Uh, Joe Lake have had sex near, if not with, the Larry O'Brien trophy.
1: Well, and then that other asshole, like, pushed, uh, um, uh, pushed Kyle Lowry. And then there was the one, the guy they're making himself, Parag, is a real piece of shit. (laughs) Wait,
2: Parag Marathi?
1: No, not Parag. What's that guy's name? The Clover Health guy. Uh, um, Oh, what's that? No, god damn it! What's that guy's name? The guy with the podcast. Um They're making that guy sell. Yeah, well, Vivek
2: Garapali.
1: No, not it's not Vivek Garapali. Oh, it's okay. the other guy. Fuck! What's that guy's name? The uh, guy was
2: like, we don't care about the, Chamath.
1: Yes, Chamath. Yeah, that's him. He's uh, they 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 made they're making him sell. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, he <laughs> he
2: he's no longer an owner. He sold his shares. In July. Well, you know, ten percent of the team. And now he sold oh oh he um he sold it to Arto Sports Partners, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, it's because he said he said no one cares about the uh, Wiggers was what he said. The yeah, on his it's,
3: shitty
1: nimble well, podcast, po- that podcast really
2: seems like it sucked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> All right, Sean. Um, is that our, our episode? Oh, wait, over-under.
2: We have one more team, Joey.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. God, I'm so tired all of a sudden. My bad. Um, well, over-unders, first off. <laughs> Sorry, uh-huh. I was looking at Chamath's Wikipedia page. While yeah, the Warriors to did not the have show. the best
2: record in this division last year. <laughs> uh,
1: 53 and 20. Uh, they're over-unders, 53 and a half, Sean. What do you think?
2: I don't know over
1: it seems about right to me.
2: Yeah, it's close. I think they are going to win. I don't want to
1: root for my team to go under though. So I will also take the over even though it's boring.
2: Yeah. I think they were a little more, um, uh, they're, they're a little more covered for injuries this year, I think. And, and they get clay all year.
1: Um, All right, the Phoenix Suns, Sean, they went 64 and 18. Sorry, I forgot they existed, Delamuca. Um, They were supposed to go 59 and 23. They were fourth in offense, third in defense. Mm -hmm. Josh Giddy.
3: Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year.
2: All right, the Suns are getting Damian Lee. Brother-in-law of the year, uh, Josh Okogie, Australian sensation Jock Landale, Dwayne Washington Jr. and Ish Wainwright. Mm, that's it. And <laughs> the sons of bitches who are leaving: Jay Crowder, eventually, mm. or uh, javel McGee, Aaron Holiday, Frank Kaminsky, Abdel Nader, and Alfred Payton, the second triple-double champ in New Orleans Pelicans <laughs> history. <laughs> Second most prolific triple doubler. My team is always staying fresh. Um,
1: best move, worst move, Sean.
2: Ah, uh, boy.
1: I think I said this before. I mean, I I alluded yeah, you... to it in another team. I love uh, taking on Akogi, man. Um, just feels like a guy that you get him out of Minnesota, you can easily turn him into like a real. Like a like a real rotation player, just a guy who's really oh, just go out there and play some defense really hard, and we don't care that you can't shoot. Right, right, right. The Suns.
2: Well, and it's like they um, they didn't take him in the first round, you yeah. know, so his expectations aren't really anywhere. I mean, he's he, also only he 24. really
1: four. Um, yeah, he's
2: pretty young. He's. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean he can't shoot at all, but no. that's I don't know. I mean, Minnesota's defense was terrible with him there, but I don't really think it was his fault. Well. It's worth a shot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I would say their worst move is they're deciding to well, it's twofold. It's uh benching sending sending a Jay Crowder home, saying they're gonna trade him because Cam Johnson is going to be the new starter and then not extending Cam Johnson. Uh, <laughs> wow, I actually stepped on my own question there. you so. do,
1: but that's fine. Uh, and their uh, best move, Sean, is uh, getting rid of uh, the owner, right?
2: I guess so. I, I don't give them any credit for that, but sure. <laughs> PayPal, congratulations <laughs> on your move, forcing the owner out. And, and that guy who has the... Um, Venture capital firm with Colin Kaepernick. He also tried to force him out.
1: Yeah. Um. All right, Sean. You already intimate like uh suggested your question, so we might as well hit the triple. Let's hit
0: the triple threat courts to see what's new.
2: Okay, Joey. What is going on with Jay Crowder and not extending Cameron Johnson? What's going on at the power form position okay. for the Phoenix Suns this year?
1: Well, I would say in general, part of uh, what's going on is uh. It's the third year Chris Paul is on a team, so inevitably <laughs> it was going to explode. So this uh-huh. is just a symptom of it. Uh
2: huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, and and right on schedule, uh, a racist owner has been forced out. So that's yeah, that's <laughs> classic Chris Paul. Um, so they, I, I guess, before the season, I think what happened. As I understand it.
1: They named Cam Johnson the starter and Jay Crowder got mad.
2: And yes, but also way. Jay Crowder. It was also that Jay Crowder asked for an extension mm-hmm. and they didn't want to give him. They basically, well, what he basically should
1: de- have done mm-hmm. is uh, punched Michael Bridges <laughs> in practice. Well, had pu-
2: Michael Bridges needed to punch him.
1: <laughs> no, because Jay Crowder. Oh, yeah, then he would have gotten the extension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um and you know he's uh, just sitting right now. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what you know? It's a bad look for Jay Crowder, IMO.
2: Well, like, but they kind of sent him home. It's not like he.
1: I know, but like, just be the sixth man on this team that won sixty games last year.
2: <laughs> look, I agree. I just don't <laughs> really uh, trust uh
1: you were in the finals a year ago if you play well you're gonna get paid this summer you know what i I mean like
2: i mean i agree i just i'm not i i i i hesitate to it it seems unclear what exactly was going on that's all i'm saying
1: that's why i here's why i think they didn't extend cam johnson
4: Mm-hmm. Cause
2: he's
1: a restricted free agent, they don't have to. Who knows how good he's gonna be? You know what I mean? They might mm-hmm. get him cheap.
2: Maybe I think I think it's because they want to be able to make a trade for Kevin Durant. That's my theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you can't trade a guy once he signed to that rookie extension for six months, which means you can't trade him until July.
1: So you still think Kevin Durant's going to be on the trade? Line? I don't
2: know. I, I think they want to, I don't know, trade for somebody. I, I think they want the option of trading for somebody. And I also think they don't want to pay as many people as they're already paying. Like they're going into the luxury tax for the first time since 2010. And okay. So part of what avoiding the luxury tax gets you is you get to share in the luxury tax payout.
4: Sure.
2: I don't think the Suns have any interest in doing that, but they're locked in with Paul Bridges and Booker. So they are, they do. They
1: also currently I, don't really have an owner, right? So it's like one of those things where don't, don't they kind of freeze the, uh, doesn't it generally they freeze the team sort of try and freeze the. um. The yeah, I mean, that's that's part of it, stuff. too. But
2: yeah, but I mean, they they want to like I mean, they're in a weird spot because they are a title contender. They're still a pretty damn good team, but uh, it is tough to do that and also want to cut lots and lots of money.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Do you know who do you know who the hero was tonight for the Phoenix Suns? Though, Joey?
1: Who was it, Sean?
2: It was an NBA champion,
1: mm-hmm. Damian Lee.
2: Damian Lee. Damian Lee was the Damian amazing.
1: Lee's good. Good. I've been saying this for years. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. He hit the game-winning shot with nine point seven seconds to oh, go. go him, after, dude. after hitting uh, a go-ahead three with one thirty-eight to go.
1: Damian Lee got a bad rap as a he
2: winner. also made a three with four minutes to go to to cut the lead to one. Damian Lee. We salute you. You're a, just a good player.
1: Yeah. um, Just a perfectly fine NBA rotation player. Yeah. Uh, yep. There was no reason for Warriors fans to send you death threats or whatever they were. Yeah, doing. It, was a, it was a good player. It was a good Weird player friends. all year. Yeah.
2: People were like mad at him for taking Moses Moody's minutes. And while I love Moses Moody, Damian Lee was definitely better than Moses Moody mm-hmm. for most of the season last year. Maybe huh. not in the playoffs, but.
1: All right, Sean. Next question. Okay,
2: All right, Joey, you're a video game expert. If DeAndre Ayton is hoping to turn around his very sad funk, what video games should he be playing instead of NBA 2K, which he plays he 10 hours a day? He should not be
1: playing NBA 2K, which is the new NBA 2K, Sean, is one of the most depressing video game experiences I've ever had. I hate it so much.
2: Wait, when did it come out?
1: It came out like a month ago.
2: So it came out before training camp. So part yeah. of what DeAndre Ayton's uh terrible mood and vibes were at the start of training camp may have been that his his best friend in the world, NBA two K uh was super depressing. Do you think that I might think, have been? No, a I think he
1: likes it. Look, here's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing about NBA 2K Sean. It has no desire at all in being a game about basketball uh-huh. anymore at all, whatsoever.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh,
1: like, so to get on the cover of Sports Illustrated for Kids, <laughs> my character had to grind a thousand rails around the city <laughs> on his skateboard.
3: Wait, what? Yes. Why? Is that still a magazine
1: in the world? I it must be, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess is it like Maven for kids? I don't know, man. Um, but like, I took me the physics are so wrong on this skateboarding mission.
3: <laughs> yeah, because it's a because it's a basketball game. Yes, just... <laughs> there
1: there are multiple skateboarding missions, Sean. What? Why? To win over the quote unquote business district of the city. I had to help a a skateboarding company by taking photos of myself doing skateboarding tricks. (laughs) But the physics are so fucked up that, like, it would lock the angle like you're taking a photo, right? And Uh the guy would just stop every time I went to do a trick. Uh It took me three days to take three skateboarding photos.
2: Yeah, you know, Sean, it would have only it would have only taken DeAndre eight and seven and a half was telling hours Katie to do Hangle that. Katie Hindle,
1: this the other day I played for three hours.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I played one NBA game <laughs> and made four rap songs with J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, they were probably really good.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants
2: this? Is exactly. this what children want? Is also, this what
1: children?
2: We need kids- to talk to like a 20-year-old.
4: Here's
2: the
1: most most psychotic thing, Sean. The plot line of this game this year is you are the 18th pick in the draft. Okay, Uh, that's fine. But your your fan base really wanted the guy who went 19, so they boo you, and they hate you the entire time. And it's all about, so you get called into the PR guy for the team, the PR and business guru. Uh-huh. And he's like, I got I got a big plan for you to turn the fans around and get them on your side. And then you meet with the GM and the GM's like, hey, I just want you to know you're our guy. We don't want you doing any of that stuff. Don't listen to him. Just play good basketball and the fans will like you.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And guess which which person's side the t- the game goes on.
2: Yeah, it's your agent, right? The,
1: it's not even the agent. It's a oh, guy it's, who was... It's, it's the business... It's Robert oh, biz- Rowell. It's the businessman of the basketball team.
2: Oh, my God. So, basically... You
1: side with him and then purposefully get the guy who's just, like, the basketball guy fired. The, the, That's literally oh, the plot no, line. no.
2: Well, so this is this is actually kind of like um, how Chicago Bulls fans felt that they love Jake LaRavia and they they've been demanding that Dalen Terry skateboard onto the court or they're going to boo him off the court. Man, the number 18 pick. OK, do you know who was a number 18 pick, Joey? I'm going to give you some good ones here.
1: Yeah, yeah, please do.
2: OK, so just going through some guys that I think you enjoy that are number 18. Okay, not a lot, but Eric Bledsoe was a number eighteen pick. <laughs> pick. Uh, I mean, the, I would a... love
1: to tweet about the uh, the Denver Nuggets team I'm on. I don't want to be here though.
2: Yeah, twenty fifteen to twenty seventeen is Decker Ellenson Leaf. Yikes. That's a rough one. Uh, okay, Ty Lawson, mm-hmm. Javale McGee in two thousand eight. Two thousand seven was Marco Bellinelli. -hmm. 2005 Gerald Green. Yeah, okay. 2004 J.R. Smith. These
1: are some fun guys. Yeah. 2003
2: (laughs) David West. Mm -hmm. 2001 Jason Collins. 2000 Quentin Richardson. This was a sweet spot. Yeah. (laughs) 1999 James Posey. 95 Theo Ratliff.
1: 18 is good, dude. I want the 18th pick in the draft every year.
2: 89 B.J. Armstrong uh 87 mark jackson Mm -hmm. 85 joe dumars oh my god just a lot of a lot of good guys yeah 1970 calvin murphy yeah all right Right, we've talked about this too
1: long uh what the video game should should switch to is uh overwatch 2 i don't know everyone's playing it right now i don't understand it at all but just play that man. man
2: also think about uh there's a new call of duty coming out soon yep trade kyler murray and your fantasy football <laughs> i i advise you this i can't i cannot stress how important it is to get him off your roster before modern warfare 2 comes out okay um joey chris paul is uh we all know he's a state farm sportsman what son should be in other insurance company ads I want you to pick somebody for Geico, Progressive, and Allstate.
1: That's so many. All right. Hold on. Um, All right. Geico. Who's hanging out with that gecko? Um, I think it's
4: Devin
2: Booker. (laughs) I think that's his.
1: See, I disagree. I think Landry Shamit's hanging out with that gecko. Uh,
2: (laughs) I think DeAndre Aiden's uh, there with Mayhem. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's yeah. and oh, it's it's, sure. it's about the relationship with the front office.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: He's like, I'm your, I'm your, I'm your disgruntled center. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I talk in all my parts. <laughs> I went to Steppenwolf School, but this is how I have a summer house. Okay, um, okay, and then we got uh progressive.
1: Progressive. That's flow. I would like to yeah, see or Dario. that Docker. It's flow. I would like to see uh, Dario Saric in the white, uh, the white uh, smock with flow. Yeah, that'd be good.
2: That'd be good. I could see that. And I could see. Cameron Payne, like, just won't turn into his parents, and he frustrates mm. that doctor. And
1: then the general? Is that the last one you said? Oh, uh, the
2: general's last one. Who's with the general? It's I didn't Jay actually Crowder. mention the general. But... Jay Crowder's
1: with the general, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I like it. I like it. Um.
1: Hey, at least, uh, at least the general's got me covered when, uh, when I'm sitting at home. Um. All right, Sean, what signer of the Declaration of Independence is, uh, are the phoenix suns
2: yeah it's uh this guy named abraham clark we were running out of signers man Um <laughs> th- this guy is also from new jersey uh he's basically like uh he really liked let's see this is what i like about the phoenix suns they like democracy and the common man and he he wanted uh he, he didn't want people to to ever be in debt he thought that if the farmers and the lawyers and uh you know the 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 workmen if they were in debt that would be problematic for for the stability of the union so he thought he thought they shouldn't be de- deferential to elected officials which is kind of how phoenix is they're they won't go in debt or pay the luxury tax and in fact uh they encourage people to yell at their owners.
1: <laughs> um, great. Um, all right. Well, do we need to do bad government for this no, one? we've sort
2: we, of covered it. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty.
1: Uh,
2: uh, it's- oh, and Larry, 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 uh, Larry Fitzgerald also uh, got arrested for domestic abuse. He's a minority
1: owner. Does he own the team? Larry Fitzgerald? He's
2: he's a tiny owner. Yeah. Mm. He's in the group that is uh people have referred to as glorified season ticket
1: holders. Great. Say is Alice Cooper also one of those? Well, who are other famous Phoenix people? Jimmy Eat World.
2: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Um there's some god.
3: Does David Spade have a piece of the team?
1: Oh my god. Uh anyway. Sean prediction, over under 53 and a half.
2: You know, it sounds crazy. I'm going over.
1: Really? I'm taking hard under. Hard under. This team is going (laughs) to (laughs) collapse.
2: I think they might, but I'm like, I just, I... I feel like they're going to be really good at winning regular season just games because and then the they collapse the will come Mavs in like round two one.
1: tonight Sean you're it's coloring your your it's coloring
2: your it it's coloring it a little bit but I think they're going to like I just think they're going to get something for Crowder and I then don't. suddenly they'll look better well like, I mean they literally they literally have to I mean they have to get something like that is a like, it's not just going to be a hole in the roster. Well, no,
1: Damian mean. Lee is, his, is Jay Crowder now.
2: And he's the new power forward.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, I'm taking under. Look, Chris Paul is going to play 22 games. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is a powder keg. <laughs> this is not. This is this is it, man. We're this is it. <laughs> uh, Sean, that's our episode. Um, did you write a song for this episode?
2: No, but I want to play. I want to play one for a guy that I was pleasantly surprised and completely shocked was in the NBA still. And this song is called uh, Super Frantic Caffeine Addict, Matthew Delvedova.
1: Great. I love that. Um, all right. Um, oh I forgot to look up I'm like so out of it right now uh, as for me you can always follow me on twitter at Frankie Muniz where on uh, 626 14 we're going with an Arizona theme here Um, I tweeted had a good run playing b-ball at Kurt Warner's house last night the broken rib I suffered is totally worth it no big breaths for me Oh man. <laughs> Do you think Kurt Warner broke his ribs?
2: That would be so tight. If if it would be like if it was like a, in a mean way too. I bet it
1: was Kurt Warner's wife, though.
2: Um, <laughs> she, she she's a baller.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. Um trust the process. Uh trust the
2: process.
1: And uh shut it down. Let's get this season going,
3: man. I'm so excited. Ow. ow oh. It's super frantic caffeinatic Matthew Delvetova. Thank the guy St. Mary's coach for getting him to come over. We think he was teammates once with Urson Ilyasova. Super frantic caffeinatic, Matthew Delvadova. I'm nigging-dingo, I'm veteramide, I'm ding-a dingo, I'm Vegemite I'm i am Vegemite i am I'm Vegemite I'm ding-dingo, I'm, I'm gonna I'm Because Kyrie reed tweaked his knee when it was just game one. Coach but let the white guy play, thought it would be fun, but then so I so, two of fifteen from out behind the line. And Deli chug five coffee mugs To keep him off the pine Super friend to caffeine Matthew Delvedova Thank the guy St. Mary's good For getting him to come over We think he was teammates Once with Ursa Silva. Super friend to caffeine addict Matthew Delvedova Um dinga-digo, I'm Vegemite Um dinga-digo, I'm Vegemite Um dinga-digo, I'm Vegemite Um dinga-digo, I'm Vegemite They sent him to the hospital And put him on IVs And soon Deli was back to diving At opponents' knees But then he got a four-year contract Offered from the the books, caps could have matched, but Liberon passed. He thought the deli sucks. Super frantic caffeinatic, Matthew Delvedova. We think I said marriage goes for getting him to come over. We think he was teammates once with our son Ilyasolva. Super frantic caffeinatic, Matthew Delvedova. I'm digga digga, I'm Vegemite, I'm digga digga I'm Vegemite. You can't say it backwards as Alvador, Yathur, Dicta, Incov, Tickner, Pursu, which is going a bit too far, you might say. So when Melbourne United wants a veteran at point guard, just offer up a deal to the Australian Luke Kennard. But keep him away from Bogut or he could get radicalised. For example, yes, one writer talked to him about Jordan Peterson and now substacks his life. Oh, and the National Review loves it too. Hey, super frantic caffeine addict Matthew Delvedova. Think the guy Saint Mary's got for telling him to come over. We think he was teammates once with Ersan Ilyasova. Super frantic caffeine addict Matthew Delvedova. Super frantic caffeine addict Matthew Delvedova. Hold
0: up.